Good morning, boys and girls. I want to talk to you today about another of the Mr. Men characters, as told by Roger Hardgraves. And this man's name is Mr. Snow. S-N-O-W. And I want to take you to a place called Summerland. That's where Mr. Snow lived. And it was a few days before Christmas. And it snowed all day. And it snowed all night. And there was big, white, fluffy snowflakes fell from the sky. And it continued to snow for hours and hours on end. And the next day, just before Christmas, the children, when they woke up, the sun was shining, but the place was all covered with snow. The houses, the fields, the roads, the trees. It was as if somebody had spread a big white blanket all over the place. Well, whenever the children had their breakfast and the sun came out, they decided, let's go out and play. So they got their Wellington boots on, they put their hats on, their scarves and their gloves, and they went out and they played in the snow. Some threw snowballs. Some of the children, they played in their sleighs down a big hill. Other children, they rolled down the hill and laughed as they went. Some children just sat and talked. But some children decided, let's make a snowman. So they had a snowman competition that day to see who could build the best and the biggest snowman. Later that evening, it was Christmas Eve, and the children had to go in home early to bed. And of course, there was a special visitor to somewhere around that Christmas Eve, and his name was Father Christmas. And he was sitting at the side of the road because his sleigh had got stuck, and he was wondering, how on earth am I going to move my sleigh? And how on earth am I going to deliver all the presents to the boys and the girls? And as he sat there thinking to himself, is there anyone could help me? He looked, and what did he see? He seen a snowman, a, a snowman that had stick arms, that had a, a, a carrot for a nose, that had a, had a big pointy hat on, and a, and a scarf around him, and pieces of coal for eyes and for a mouth. Father Christmas said to the snowman, could you give me a hand, please? And of course, the snowman didn't answer because snowmans can't talk and, and he wasn't alive. Father Christmas looked at the snowman and thought, you know what, I, I need your help tonight. So, so he tugged on his white beard and all of a sudden, the snowman, he became alive and he started to help Father Christmas, of course he was very talkative and Father Christmas wishes he would shut up, but he kept on talking, but he did what he was told. He pushed the big sleigh, he helped to put the presents into the right bags for boys and girls. Peter, he got a train set. Uh, Susan got a lovely teddy bear. Um, Jane, she got a, a, an elephant uh, that made a squeak and, and she could play with it in the bath. And um, everybody seemed to be happy when they woke up on Christmas morning. Father Christmas, of course, before Christmas morning, thanked the snowman for his help, and then he disappeared, and the snowman was just left standing outside Jane's house where he had been made. And that got me thinking, boys and girls. A few weeks ago, I heard about snow in England in the month of May. I heard about snow in a place called New York as well. And I was thinking, well, the Bible talks about snow in the summertime, a very, very unusual event. And then someone told me the other day that it was only six months 
to go to Christmas Day. That was the 25th day of June, just a few days ago. And, and that got me thinking about snow. And then I remembered the story of Mr. Snow. And I thought, well, there's loads of references in the Bible about Mr. Snow. In fact, there's 25. And you know what I was thinking when I thought about snow? Three things. The color of snow. What color is snow? Well, well, you know what color snow is. It's not black. It's certainly not red. It's not blue. It's not yellow. It's not even purple. Of course you know the answer. It's white. And, and here's the Bible. And the psalmist said, Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than the snow. There's an association between whiteness and snow. We, we, we talk about the whiteness of the snow. And of course, that stands for purity. And it's very important that, that you remember this before God, that um, in order for you to get into heaven and live with God where God lives, you need to be pure. The Bible says, none that defileth shall enter in. Job even said to those that were accusing him of sin, well, could I wash myself with snowy water and be clean? And, and he knew that the answer was that he couldn't be. And um, it, it's important that, that we remember that the Lord Jesus, after his death on the cross and his bloodshedding and his resurrection victory, his ascension to heaven, that, that he's described in the Bible as having hair as white as snow. And, and he was called in Daniel as the Ancient of Days and wears garments as white as snow. And in the Mount of Transfiguration, of course, the garments of Christ were whiter than the driven snow. That's what the Bible says. And, and we're to be like the Lord Jesus. And, and you see, for those that receive Christ as Lord and Savior, he, he gives them a, a, a linen garment, clean and white. And it's as white as snow. And that stands for the righteousness of the saints. And it's only those that are clothed in this garment of Christ's perfect righteousness that he gives them will God let into heaven. Remember, none that defileth shall enter in. So you think about the color of the snow and you think of being as white as the snow. And of course, that's a message about purity and, and of being cleansed from our sin. Then think about the character of the snow. Do you know that the Bible actually talks about the treasures of the snow? Job was asked that question by God. Hast thou discovered the treasures of the snow? You see, the snow is a gift. And whether the snow falls in the summertime or in the wintertime, it's a gift from God. It's God has sent the snow from heaven. And God says to the snow to, to, to cover different parts of the earth. Uh, God's in control. God sent it forth. The snow is actually God's gift. And so is the Lord Jesus Christ. Doesn't the Bible say, thanks be to God for his unspeakable gift? So the next time you're playing in the snow, you remember that it's God that gave it, and it's a gift, and the Lord Jesus himself is a gift. But, but there's something really wonderful about the character of the snow. If we were to take a snowflake did you know that every snowflake is different? No two snowflakes are the same. Isn't it a bit like the whole of humanity? Whether boys and girls, regardless of the color of their skin, are red or yellow, black and white, uh, we're all made in the image of God, and we all have a precious soul, and we all need to be saved. And of course, here's the Bible, and it says, Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than the snow. If we were to examine the snow under a microscope, we would discover that there's, it's not as white as 
we actually think it is, that there's impurities within the snow. Every snowflake is impure in itself, and that's a picture of boys and girls. And yet, you can be whiter than the snow. You, you can have your sins cleansed away and put under the blood, and, and, and God will give you that robe of perfect righteousness, and you can know and experience God's wonderful gift of the forgiveness of sins. But you can only know that through the Lord Jesus Christ. And then think about something else, thinking about the coming of the snow. You see, the snow to me is a messenger, and, and God is sending out a message. And what is the message when snow comes? That, that winter is coming. Because the snow usually is associated with the winter. Oh yes, it could come in the summertime, but it's very unusual. It could come in the harvest time. The Bible actually talks about being as cold as snow in harvest. And, and, and that's a messenger. It's telling us that, that a greater hardship is coming, that, that, that a winter is coming. And of course, when the snow comes at winter, then, then the winter is actually here. And boys and girls, when I think about that, I, I, I think about God and his dealings with the children of men. Because the Lord can allow things into our lives, things that are even hard and difficult for us to understand. But God is actually giving us a message and the message is that, that, that there's a, a day of wrath coming, that, that there's a day of terror coming, and, and we have to be ready. And, and remember, the Bible actually tells us to flee from the wrath to come. Do you know that there's danger in the snow? The snow is lovely to look at, lovely to play with, but, but the snow can be a killer. And many per people have lost their lives in relation to the snow. I remember hearing a story of the big snow in the 60s and there was a man in Balamone and he was making his way home and his car got stuck in a snowdrift. And what did he do? Well, he got out of his car and he started to walk and he had to walk quite a long, long way. And the more he walked, the colder he got. And the colder he got, the slower he walked. And, and he found it very difficult to breathe. And you know, in the morning where they found that man, they found that man just outside the door of his house and he had the key in his hand and he was about to get into the house but he couldn't actually physically reach up to open the door. He was overcome with weakness and he died just outside the door. You see, boys and girls, the Bible tells us, do thy diligence to come before winter. Before the winter of God's wrath actually breaks in upon our lives, we need to receive Christ as Lord and Savior and be sure that we're found in him and that he indeed is the one who is our Redeemer and Savior. Have you received Christ? Is he your Lord and Savior? Do you know that he is God's gift? Have you received God's gifts of forgiveness? Is your sins under the blood? Are you wearing the robe of Christ's perfect righteousness with which to stand before God and get an assurance of entrance into heaven? You remember the story of Mr. Snow. The color, it's white. The character, it's a gift. But you can be whiter than the snow through our Lord Jesus Christ. And the coming of the snow is a messenger from God of the winter that's coming. Flee from the wrath to come and receive Christ. God bless you. Thank you.